Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel with your hosts, Doug and Jamie. We are back, and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. I really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with Tangerine, amazing stories about coming up in Hollywood and growing up right in the thick of the business. And man, her story about working with J.B. Smoove and Larry David on Curb was so awesome, and she's hilarious, so... You got to make sure you follow her because she has some awesome content that she puts out. Now, I cannot wait to talk about the movie that she was in, which is I Got the Hookup To. The first one came out like 21 years ago. But before we get into it, I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Doug. Um, uh, this is my first time watching this movie. I've never saw the first one. I never even heard of either one of these movies. Really? Okay. Yeah, so you know, it's funny. It's cool. Two weeks in a row, two movies in a row. They're like twenty year later sequels. Yeah, but uh, I was not a fan of this one. I have to be honest. So we'll we'll, we'll have to get into it. There is <laughs> again. I'm not going to sit here and say it's like The Godfather Part Two, but there are some parts when me and my wife watched it that we we laughed. You know, I I. I struggled with this movie. I, I have to be honest. It was longer than I, I wanted it to be. You know, I, I, I feel like it was like, it was like Fridays, you know, what are they called? The step, like the, the redheaded stepchild or whatever. Like that, it, it, it was like the poor man's Friday is what it was. And I, I mean, to the fact that they had the same actors from Friday in here, they had the same characters basically from Friday in this movie. Um, and I didn't even know what the plot was until like 45 minutes into the movie. Okay. So that's, that's, we're going to have an agreement in a lot of parts. There are a lot of, there are some funny bits, but something, something that we're mind blowing about this movie, we'll get into all of it. But first off, you're right. Plot. No idea. The way the movie ends makes zero sense. There's no scientific proof that that is a real thing. And we'll, we'll dive into that. And also, so most movies that we cover, when you look at the IMDb, there's like maybe like 50 or 60 characters. And then there's extras that are on the bottom, like customer, boy in shop. There's 477, which is, again, Master P is trying to like, make a lot of these movies to build a legacy for his family. And there are scenes in this movie where two guys turn to each other, go back and forth, and we never see them again. I felt like this was watching a long episode of In Living Color. Oh, it, it, I felt it was a like bunch of sketches. It, it, was, it was sketches. And, and that's what it was like. There were so many characters. I didn't know who was who, the plot. I mean, I... And again, that I think that just you know what it is it moved so fast from one sketch to another. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And you know, one of my biggest problems, and, and and I knew from the beginning of the movie, you know, and we'll get into the characters. Um, is I think his name was Spider, right? Oh, I love. Okay, that. so okay, I had to put on subtitles because he played the Chris Tucker of Friday in this movie. Yeah. But he spoke ten times faster oh, than yeah. Tucker. I couldn't understand a word he was saying. And I speak fast, and he blew my mind. So we'll talk about. Well, let's start from the beginning of the movie. Right. So obviously, this movie has curses in it. But it why? Does. Did you notice in the beginning of the movie, Masterpiece song, the opening track of the movie, the the curse words are bleeped out, and that must be a mistake because I watched the movie and there was the F word. There was so many curse words, but for some reason, the opening track had bleeps in. You know, and it's so, it's so weird. I don't even think I noticed it. It was right, like, honestly, when the <laughs> title card came up, the production companies, like, the first line was, like, something, something, something. I'm like, F word should be here. And it's like, bleep. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? And Spida is, his name, his real name is, I think, DC Superfly or DC. I, I forget what his last name was. But, man, he, again, you got to put on subtitles. But, dude, if they get rid of a lot of the other characters, those little bits that were in the movie, and more of him, he was funny. Like the opening scene 
of the movie was really funny when him and his buddy, they're standing there, they're doing a little bit of a drug deal. And his buddy, which I don't know what was wrong with that guy, but he wanted to have sex with a pit bull. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, before you go, like, he says, I, I would, what do he say? I would, I would rough, uh, what do he say? He, he made a point that he would, he would have his way with that dog at night. Yeah. Out of the blue. Like, it made no yeah. sense. Like, right there, I'm thinking, like, all right, what am I, what am I getting myself into? Like, but I mean, the like. The funny part of the joke was his buddy said something dumb like that, and he was like, you know what I'm saying? And Spider's like, I'm not going to dab you on that. And then he yells up to his mom, and he's like, yo, mom, can I borrow a hundred bucks? It, 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 I feel like there was not like I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I know. I, it's like I, we should have seen something before then. Something. That's yeah. like the middle of a movie. Like it was funny. Like when the guys came up to drop off the drugs, and he's like, "Man, what'd you know them like three days?" He's like, "No, man, I met him yesterday." And the <laughs> fact that he's like smoking a blunt and he starts taking the pills and he's like dancing, and then they oh, the the time they showed a clock to show progression. Which is good, so you know. And the fact that he is where he has a massive heart on because the guy sold him Viagra. Viagra. What? And that obviously was a running. And then that that whole thing was a whole running joke. The whole yeah. movie, also. Um, yeah. You know, for for a movie, I I I would think like this. You know, it's it, it's almost like. Amazon Women in the Moon. Like that, it would have been a better movie. I think I would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't trying to be a movie yeah. um, than to be the sketches that it was. Because right after that, you have that guy, walk, the homeless guy or something, walking around. Like, I, that didn't make sense either. And I think part of the problem also with me is it really is like a ripoff of Friday. I mean, oh, the whole It's the in whole that movie. thing of it, yeah, the characters well, in it. The, the characters, you, instead of having Debo on a bike, you have another muscle-bound guy in a scooter. You know, you have the, the you have the, was the, friends the, with Debo. It was like his brother, correct. I think, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like then you have the the Spanish uh, drug drug dealers in the car. They had it on a Friday. You had like you know, I think they had it was just they had so many similarities. You know, even the even the the, the big guy. What, what do they call him? Uh, what was his nickname in the movie? That boy. That boy. You know, he's you know he's hefty, just like you know uh, Ice Cube. You know, yeah. it was a little hefty. You got spy- like, you know, there was so many similarities that it was just like, it's like I think he was trying to play too much with Friday, and and I think that's part of why I didn't like the movie. Yeah, yeah. No, sometimes like they try too much when it comes to that. But you're right. The way it would cut from scene to scene, it was kind of like you were watching, sort of like a spoof movie because they cut so quick. Again, some for me worked so well, and some were weird. But like you said, the homeless guy. That kind of reminded me, but like the first thing I wrote down, Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber with the sombrero. Because he like randomly walks out, walks up. He's like mumbling. You can't understand him. Because he comes back later in the movie. Can't understand him. But you know what was really funny? The cops in this movie. Oh. (laughs) Those two cops come (laughs) Well, uh, first of all, how are they cops? Well, because I was gonna they say know they don't even know. Yeah, I was gonna say they don't even know the laws. So how they, you know, but you know, they probably went to the same school as Police Academy. So oh, you know, yeah. they and they honestly, they look like they could have been from Police Academy. So, <laughs> well, look, before before even before the the guy, the homeless guy, back to him, he's selling sneakers. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> and he's wearing these massive gold chains. Like this is almost almost like I'm gonna get you, sucker, kind of thing. Like they yeah. like. Like they were spoofing themselves almost. Like I don't, I, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. And uh, they, they, so they were hanging out some woman's house. Who was that lady? The house that was uh, Spider's mom. She was white. Oh no, that was his <laughs> wife. That was his mom's friend. Because remember, oh. she offered to help him with the, his problem. Oh, okay, okay, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> you see now, you see that was kind of funny. All right, you know that was that was kind of funny. <laughs> And then, so you know what the thing that's wild? This is like the wildest part of the movie, and I really like respect Master P because it's his movie. But he's not the focal point of the movie. Honestly, Blue, Anthony Johnson, uh, really barely in the movie. Yeah, yeah. But he's funny. The times you see him, he his like running bit in this movie is funny. But Master P, 
barely see him. It's more about, like you said, Spider and uh, Fatboy. Yeah. It's like kind of their... But it changes the whole movie. Like, you it, see... It? it does, because, I mean, again, listen, Blue, Blue's in a lot of uh, scenes, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, obviously, Master P's not playing the funny role. He's, he's, he's like the, the Abbott to Costello, you know, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Blue is the Costello, and, you know, I, I, you know, like, I don't know much about Master P, you know, I didn't see the first movie, you know, this, he seems like the Dr. Dre of this movie, where he's just trying to get people started. You know, like career-wise. I mean, I don't know if anyone really did anything from this movie. Like anyone. Like, well, it's only been a year, but oh. I can see Spider. I would love to see him in a in a in a movie because he was funny in the right role. Yeah, but who, who's in a when you have Chris Tucker out there? Who's in a higher Spider? Well, Chris Tucker's old now. He can still play the. He's making Rush Hour Five or whatever it is. Well, or how four? far are you in the Epstein documentary? Because there's some revealing things about Chris Tucker in there. Uh, well, we we watched two episodes and uh, it's rough, but we'll, that's, that's another podcast thing. Yeah, yeah, get to episode four, <laughs> and then you'll 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 second that. <laughs> so, uh, so the script of this movie is really clever. Obviously, like where we live in, like you know, little like towns, it's not the same. But we lived in Portland. Like gentrification was like really happening. I know it happens in like major cities, but like seeing it firsthand is like kind of wild because. We moved there. There was like these funky old buildings, and we're like, "This is cool, man." These food carts in this parking lot are cool. And then, like two months in, we were living there. Knock them down to build town ashes. So that storyline was really funny. But the thing was, it freaking disappeared because then it wasn't about that. I thought it was going to be about them getting shut shut down, which they do with the health inspector. And then I thought the whole movie was going to be about, "Hey, we have to make sure we we get the restaurant right to open it back up." They kind of forgot about that whole thing with the health inspector. You know, and and that see now that could have been a good storyline. However, like Blue wanted to take the money, right? Wasn't it like three million, five million dollars, something like that? Or <laughs> okay, so you know, and Master P doesn't want to sell it because he's like, this is for the people. Like the people love coming here. He can make five more of those places with that money, you know. Like, and then yeah, you're right. It totally went nowhere. I mean, because they're not involved in the movie. It's really the the fat guy and uh, Spider. Like they're the main. But you know what is funny? That maybe Master P, because he knows how bad Blue with his, remember how bad he is with the money? He's like, with that $5 million, you know, he could pay off his you know, baby mama, he could pay off his house, get a new car, and then we probably have like 500000 left. And then when the guys, the developers, which again, I love in movies the way white people are played. And in this movie, it's so, it's just so funny. The stereotypes of white people oh. are so great. Well, the stereotypes that everybody in this movie is oh, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it is, you know, they, they, they really they play on everybody. So it's fun, you know? No, I love the developer guy. And then he's like, well, you know, you guys owe a lot of taxes. <laughs> Blue starts running and he's like, oh yeah, I saw some girls over here. I want to make sure. And so basically these guys have be taxed. Again, never brought up the tax storyline or the food. So they kind of forgot about that. So like, well, maybe when they were filming, I'm sure they had to like gorilla like shoot this movie and like a really shoestring budget. I'm sure maybe they were like, "This is better today," and we're gonna go with that storyline because those are two like you like you said, two good storylines, not the one that we'll get to. That yeah, but you know what though, I I bet you though because there's so many actors in this movie that there's probably so much more filmed and they had to cut it down. So there yeah, might have sure. been a bigger storyline with that, but because they had to get to every scene, um, I think they just. I think I think it's more about the cutting of the movie to squeeze in all these like sketches yeah. than to have one big storyline. And I think yeah, that's, that's true. You, I, this is, it had to be one of the longest IMDb lists I've ever seen. It's definitely by far. It's it's mind blowing. <laughs> so then we come up to a scene with a. There were very attractive women in this movie, like very, but shocking. And again, now like now like when we do this, we do this for the love of sequels, but. Sometimes you like expect there was no nudity. Well, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't filmed in the eighties. It was not filmed in the eighties. <laughs> but I was like actually shocked. I thought it was gonna be like one little quick scene. They even like we're in a strip club for a scene, and I was like, oh, here it is. I'm like, no way. But yeah, you you would, you, you would think a movie like this would totally have something because um, yeah. it really had cursing. There was no reason why not to have it. I mean. The, based on the rating, you had cursing, you had action, you had, you know, sexual innuendos. There could have been boobs. Yeah, just one. Just, well, it'd be weird seeing one. I mean, it's, I like to see two boobs if you can. That'd be kind of weird. Just like the whole movie is like <laughs> one boob. 
<laughs> no, but so you get that sexy girl in that red wig, which again, you don't see her again for the whole movie. She's out of the movie and she's walking a she's walking a baby stroller and just shaking her booty. And I, I didn't I didn't expect anything close to what her role like the, her like I was expecting like again just catcalling like what was going on. I did not expect it to lead where it was. And and that's probably the one of the characters I laughed at the most. Oh, dude. Wait. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> they get to like a dock, which we don't know what's in there. Again, we can guess because I know you didn't see the first one, but I got the, the first one. They have like the illegal like – that's how old the movie. I think the first one they had StarTech cell phones. They look like those flip phones. And that's so wait, so wait, wait. So the first movie is about cell phones and this movie is about cell phones? Yeah, that's why it's called I Got the Hookup. Really? Because of the cell phones? Yeah. I just thought it was just slang, the street term. Well, the first one they had cell phones. I guess the second one they had. And again, I, until this part, I didn't watch any of the, I watched the trailers, but I don't remember anything about the cell phone. So I'm like, are they going to do the cell phone thing? Or you do the cell phone thing? You're blowing my mind right now because I didn't put two and two together that hookup and phone together. So (laughs) I just thought it was, like I said, I thought it was like street term. Like, hey, you know, I got the hookup. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's Drug, drugs. I got whatever. Like, I didn't think it was. <laughs> oh man! All right. So yeah, so she pulls up to like a random loading dock. These two guys come out looking at her. Which, why not? And then when this kid pops out, they're like, "Man, you got a big baby. That baby has size twelve shoes." And when that baby, which I could talk about this baby all night, all night long, pops out with a shotgun, that was unbelievable. I have to be honest, when the baby came out, I wasn't sure if I was looking at a midget or a little kid. Like, because they, the, I mean, it is a kid, I'm assuming, right? It is a kid. He's probably, he's probably yeah. like 12, right? Or something. Um, but he does such a great job. I thought it was like a little man. I yeah. thought it was like a midget. And un- I, I did not expect that. And he. <laughs> well, I, I think a majority of this, we're going to talk about some of the scenes that he's involved in. <laughs> Because I, 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 I don't know what to make of it. Well, can you, I, I'm a, I, 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 tr- I think I, I was trying to find him. I couldn't find him on like the IMDb. Um, I don't know if he was in anything else, but can you imagine like he, he's going, like the producer's going to his mom say, Hey, listen, you know, like got a great role for your son. You know, he's going to be dealing with prostitutes and, and guns and like drugs. He's only 10. <laughs> I mean, and he's going to be possibly having sex with a girl in the car. Which we'll, get to that. Oh. well, they don't show it, but then we no. see like what seems like the end of it. He also has two girls in his arm, like all the time. <laughs> and fat boy, which I think we'll get, we'll just skip over when we get to it. But do when, the, when fat boy has him over in the backyard at, at blue's house, which fat boy's blue's son. And they're hanging in the backyard. He's like, man, dad, I just want to get a selfie with him. Because then I'll be like insta famous because he has five million followers, and he's like, and the best part is the kid. I don't can't understand him. Yeah. He is. He doesn't look honestly. He doesn't look Spanish, but he has such a thick accent. And for most of the movie, the only thing I hear is like cell phone. He tells the one girl, "I got cell phone," and then, but other than that, he's really just like pulling shotguns on people and running away. He, I, I think he makes the movie. If I could find any enjoyment in this movie, it's this kid. And I think he does a great job. I, like I said, I, I, a few times I had a question, am I looking at a, a, like a little person or am I looking at a, a kid? I, I couldn't tell the difference. He does a great job. Well, there's another great character in this movie. And he, again, you forgot to mention him from Friday. Uh, I, Friday. I, I was going to get there. It was Dr. Chow or Chu or what's the, Oh, no, no, no. That's John Witherspoon. That's John from also Friday. Yeah. So I'm talking about a next Friday, my favorite character when we reviewed it, Pinky. Uh-oh. Pinky plays his parole officer. <laughs> Dude, how about when he said... Well, you're making me hate this movie even more now. Why? Oh, because another character? <laughs> you got five people from Friday in here. <laughs> well, I do love his character in this movie because it's really funny. So Master P gets pulled over and at the same time his parole officer calls him. And he says, call me Jeff. He, he calls him by his real name. I forgot what it is. But he goes, 
hey, how many times I got to tell you, you're going to call me jackpot? And they said, you better make sure you pee. And dude, how about when the cops get Master P out of the car and he tells him to calm down Chester Cheeto? <laughs> I wrote that down. Well, I mean, you see, look at who he's wearing. I mean, you know, I mean, the outfits in this movie are a little, uh, you know, ridiculous. But yes, Chester Cheeto was, was great. And then everybody had, everybody had their you know, cell phones out right away. Yeah. Oh my God. That was a big thing in this movie too. It's just like, that's the culture. Yeah. Like yeah. for everyone, they, people like record everything rather than helping. But so, they did it in a funny way. You know, oh, like they did it, Yeah. So how about the other cop? Did you realize who that was? The female cop? No. And I remember, I remember when we were reaching out to people for this movie, I was like, oh, I want to reach out for her. And I thought she had a bigger role. She doesn't even talk. It's Farrah Abraham from uh, Teen Mom, the first Teen Mom on MTV. Really? Yeah, she was the first Teen Mom, and then she got away. So Master P is trying to get her career going? I don't I have no idea, but her lines probably got cut because she has no lines. But Wait, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not talk, we're not talking about the one that, like, the Romeo. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, remember the cop. Oh, no, no, not that cop. No, okay. no, 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 the cop uh, that pulls over Master P in that first scene, that pulls over Black, and then she doesn't even say anything. But yeah, that's her. Well, I, I never watched Teen Mom, so. I didn't either. I just knew. I knew. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you just know that she's the first Teen Mom, but you never watched it. You Come on. You yeah, okay. But it's funny. Well, that's why she probably didn't email me back because I had her email and I was like, oh, hey, I loved you and so and so. Was she I anything else? Why. Which, no. Team up. <laughs> but huge fan, man. Uh, and how uh, about when Master P was running away? Did you realize his stuntman was like half the size of him? Because he was doing all these jumps and diving over cars. And it was the same outfit, but the, the, it was so much skinnier, so much quicker. What, do you know the budget for this movie or no? No, I, I don't know what the budget is. I don't either. But I, I, I'd be curious. I it looks good. It doesn't look bad. No, no, it's not a matter of looking good. It, I just, like, just the production value. I don't know. Um, but I'm saying visually, like, watching the film, if they use the No, it, it cameras, doesn't look like a B movie. Else. It doesn't look like a B movie. You know, yeah. it, no, it does look good. It, just, I'd be curious. So how about when the cops showed up to the, the loading dock? The one cop, when she's screaming. And he's, <laughs> not, he's not talking? Huh? And he's not talking? The one that's not giving. Oh no, not that! I'm talking about the one cop, the girl cop screaming. She she's like, "I'm here for a bait, a Mexican baby with a gun," and she keeps saying it over and over again. And then each time she's like throwing in curse words because it's like kind of mind blowing. Like that's what it is that you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Again, we talked about it. amazing. That, yeah. that guy's ever. No, but weren't they questioning him and he's not giving any answers? And then his friend over there is like spilling everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the one cop that's the Nigerian cop in the movie, he's a comedian, uh, Michael Blackson. He's really funny in this movie when he's trying to get the information from the guy and he's like yelling at him. And then later on, when he gets in the fight with a woman in line that's a man, oh my God, dude. That was so. Oh my God, dude. And then his line, he says to the guy, he says, USS is going to stand for you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> the, the loading company was like a knockoff. It was like USS yeah. instead of like. Oh, shocker. Another knockoff. <laughs> so then we see Blue and he's having a dream. And his dream is at the strip club where I thought like, oh, this is going to be a spot that, you know, just one boom pops out. And he's having it he's with three girls and then he wakes up and it's funny the running and then he looks down yeah and he can't get hard and then we like like in seconds though it it was like quick he's yeah but that becomes a running gag yeah throughout the whole movie like that is like an issue that he has which is that really like it doesn't have anything to do with the story it's just i guess well up to this point there is no story I, seriously, like at this point, what's the story? At this well, point? at this point, we think the story should be about their their store and somebody taking it over. So you think it's gonna be one of those movies like, hey, the health inspector shut us down. So what we have to do now is clean up and get together. So it'd be like an episode of like Kitchen Nightmares or uh, Bar Rescue. <laughs> John Tapper comes uh, in. 
I honestly, I, I, I don't even th- think I thought about that. I'm thinking it was just like, you know what? We're going to start seeing a bunch of shenanigans between blue, you know, and, and black. And, and that's, that's the movie. Like, I, I'm still at this point, I don't see a storyline. Even, even with them selling their place, I still didn't see. I'm like, I'm still not sure where they're going. Yeah, yeah. So that, the, the little kid's name is Big Sean. Yes. He doesn't look like a Big Sean because you know why? Because he doesn't speak English. Wait, he doesn't look. He doesn't. He doesn't look like a Big Sean. No, I mean like that's a nickname for him, Big Sean. But it's like if my name was like Francois and I talk like this, it's kind of weird. Why? Only so if you're Francois, you only speak with a French accent. I should. Why? Because my name's Francois. My parents must be like crazy or or on drugs if they've named me like Francois. My name's you know I'm Doug from Jersey. So should Whoopi Goldberg speak with a like a? Hebrew accent is Whoopi. Oh, <laughs> it's funny. I went right for the first name, not the last name. I'm like Whoopi. What the hell? What nationality is it? You can't. You, you can't. I mean, listen. Jew- Goldberg's a Jewish last name, yes. so it's same difference. Does she? She doesn't have a Jewish accent, does she? Maybe. Did you ever see the dinosaur movie when she's a cop? <laughs> the dinosaur. No. So Big Sean. Th- that was the scene where we kind of talked about before, but. I remember how shocked me and my wife were watching. We looked at each other. We're like, how old is this kid? He's smacking these amazingly hot girls' asses. He's just like snacking. And I'm like, this is real. Would you, would you allow your son or daughter to be in a movie like this at that age? Maybe my son. <laughs> why? why? Uh, your daughter can't? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I would not. You know, I, just I, like, I would think that like, because again, it, if at that age, you're, you're kind of still pure, you know, to introduce them to a movie like this that basically has everything in it, you're opening the kid's mind to so much. I mean, it, it can only go down from there. I mean, you know, I, there's, there's no recovery. Yeah. And like this kid, you know, you're 10 years old smacking girls' asses. You're not going to smack girls' asses every day for the rest of your life. Now, do you think this kid became a stud in, in like third grade now? Because he's like, listen, I was in this movie. I smacked some asses. I, I carried some shotguns. I mean, that would be great. He's on the playground playing kickball, or some teacher's like, Big Sean, did you do your homework? He's like, man, I was smacking girls' asses next to Master P left. He walks in a classroom with a girl on each arm. <laughs> so then we see Tangerine. She, and we find out that's Blue's baby mom, and that's Fat Boy's mom, which they, they have some scenes. She's in another scene later in the movie, but there was a deleted scene afterwards that was kind of funny, like a flashback kind of scene of her having a baby, which is kind of, there was a lot of deleted scenes. Are they, okay, now, are, they're not brothers, are they? Who? Blue and Black? No, they're not. Okay, so they just call him because they were calling Black Uncle. You know what? So, I don't think they are, but it could be because so maybe they're, they're close friends, so they just call him Uncle kind of thing. I didn't know if they were yeah. related. All right, they could be brothers though. Oh, well, they could be. I don't remember if they talked about that in the first one because they definitely didn't do in this one. But yeah, there was a lot of and there was like a rand, a lot of random relationships. But I think we're going to get into it pretty soon about the cop, like the main cop in this movie, and uh, which again it was kind of. So the next person we meet, we meet the bad guy, Pablo, which I could like take or leave him. He might be a good actor, but in this movie, it just was like, how do we have to have that? I think the whole bad guy group was horrible. Even, oh, yeah. even, even the rapper. Like, it's- oh my dude, he was so friggin' annoying. First of all, was he Asian? Uh, yes, he was. It's, okay. But but they're supposed to be Spanish, right? So he's playing this. Yeah, so it's confusing, which, again, they could be related, I guess. But it just is really confusing because I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then we're seeing a music video game shot. But now, is he like a real rapper that maybe Masterpiece? (laughs) Again, I feel like he's he's trying to invest into people, like buying these people. Yeah. Getting their career started. Yeah, which again, I think that's a masterpiece. Tries to do he like tries to like find these people and like maybe jumpstart it. But yeah, I can take your take your leave, Pablo. Has he been a part of any other movie besides the first one? Masterpiece. Um, I'm sure he produces a lot because he has a studio, so he definitely produces a lot. I don't know what movies, but uh, so so we're talking about like the stereotypes of things. 
And I love a master P in blue, black and blue, go to the cafe. And they're ordering the drinks, and he orders like a latte. And then Blue goes, I'll have a double shot of Hennessy with two white women. And I love the girls like, I'm uh, sorry, but we don't have that. Yeah, the, this, the, you know, the, the, the girl behind the counter was like a typical girl that, that you would see. And like this, yeah. Because the, the, the the, they started treading on like that, the, the play on words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, and then again, because I didn't, who, who knows where this movie is going to go? So, Master B's son was kind of a big deal. Like when I was younger, little Romeo. So, obviously, he's not little anymore. He's Romeo. And in this scene, he FaceTimes with his son. I'm like, Dude, that's Romeo. I'm like, holy crap. So then I'm like, oh, they did this little shoehorn conversation. I'm like, that's pretty cool. He did that. And I even said that. I'm like, that's cool. He puts his kid in the movie. But then, He's like a big part of the movie. He looked again, a little like Will. He, he reminded me like a little like a young Will Smith in this movie. Like he kind of like you know resembled him. I actually I thought he was pretty good. Like oh, actor wise, really good. But I just hated the his. Invention. I know. It just was not realistic, and I understand it's a movie. And it doesn't have to be realistic, but it's. So how about this one? I mean, this one made no sense. But how about when they go to the site? Oh, uh, okay. I think this is to the point where I'm starting to be like, you know what? I'm really starting to hate this movie. Because they were the, the psychic beehive. But yeah, the girls are dressed like bees. And, and it was the fake Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I I don't know. Um, I, the one actress is a comedian. She's a, she's a, when I, when I was growing up, like I watched BET. She was a BET, like she would be on Comic View. Like I remember her, but uh there's, yeah, but but in the role, like I I didn't think they were funny. Like I mean, she could be funny wasn't. outside of the movie, but they weren't. I don't like I, the only thing I thought was funny, and I don't remember who said it was they were talking about um, blue stinky breath. Oh, dude, she was ripping him so bad. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then the other one's trying to like yeah yeah with black. And here's what's crazy: so black throughout this whole movie, there's a couple girls that are all over him, and then he's in a relationship. A random girl, he's like. Baby, I like you. You know, we've been together for like three months now. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> this is like, he didn't mention that at all. Like that girl's like all over him. It's not like he went outside and went to Blue and was like, yeah. hey man, I really like Tanya. Which I don't even know if that was her. I don't even know if his girlfriend had a name in the movie. But he was just like, it was just like, oh, I'm not into you. But there was another girl too. There was a couple other girls that were like kind of in him. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he, he definitely, like the girls wanted everything to do with him and no one won blue. Uh, he was like the annoying little like friend that, you know, got nobody. But the bees, they, they were real psychic because they predicted the future. They knew that he was going to get shot. Said one of you guys is going to get shot. You know what? I forgot about that scene because it, 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 the way she said it, it was like, she was just throwing it out there last minute. Cause they didn't want oh, them yeah. to leave. Yeah. So like, you're right. Cause they didn't want it. So yeah, I, I wasn't sure about that, but the, the, you forgot. I also, was, I think there's the same part when they were making fun of each other that I think Blue says to Master P, your raggedy ass lips. <laughs> and his lips are all dry. And like, so they, I wonder if they were improv like when they were making fun of each other, I bet you like they were just throwing these like insults back and forth. I think he even said that. And then he said, I should, uh, another joke. I think he said, I, I should iron them or something <laughs> like that. Like right back to him. No, they were great. Like, I don't know if they're friends since the first movie, but their chemistry is really good. And that's what's surprising that they're not on screen as much. But in the same sense, like I said earlier, like I respect it because he wants to give other people the light. So now we, uh, Blue has come to grip with his erectile dysfunction. And he goes to go to like a, a spot and meet a Dr. Wu. How about when the Asian guy asks him like, what's wrong? And I think he says like, there's something wrong down there. And the guy goes, oh, soft slinky. Yeah, well, he he was trying to avoid it. I I I was I think Black was talking. I think uh, yeah. Master P was talking, about it, and Blue was trying to avoid it. Um, yeah, the, his slinky, and then he, then he calls for Mister Wu. I was not expecting this at all. <laughs> and and you I know, think I, this is one of his last. Well, he filmed last Friday, and then he passed away. But man, talk about a legend, John Witherspoon. Hundred percent. But however, I don't think they used him right because he, you know he's a, such a funny guy and. He, I don't think he was that funny in this role. Like it, like, you know, like he, he's, his comedic timing is great. And he's always, you know, he's yelling. Like he was, he was a different type of role in this movie. And I thought they could have used him a little better. 
Here's here's one thing I'm going to throw at you, and I and if it really happened, I want to know if you would have thrown the movie off. What if he was doctor, you know, doctor Wu like he was, but then he had stomach problems? Well, I told you, if, if he starts farting, I'm I'm in. So then, you know, I, I might have liked the movie better. I saw some on burrito, baby. <laughs> you know, it, 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 but again. I, 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 you know what? I wonder if he had, maybe he had some producing credit for Friday. I mean, there's just way too many similarities between this and Friday. Um, but you don't, you don't think they, they didn't use him the right way? Like, no, they should have definitely had a fun. But again, for him, it would have been great if he was in it longer, but it was funny to see him come oh, out. Yeah, and then that, he's like, that, Uncle, you know, it. I love that nobody, it's like because the, the neighborhood's getting taken over. So all these fancy businesses, they're trying to, just cater to all the white people that are moving yep. in. And I love that he's like still pretending while looking at his nephew. <laughs> he's like, yo, Unc, you, you know, it's me, it's black. And he's like, hey, man, don't, don't blow my cover. <laughs> I'm Dr. Wu. <laughs> and how about when they go to the yoga studio? Yeah, and you know what? They weren't too nonchalant when they went there. Like the stopping, the staring, and talking out loud for everybody to hear was like ridiculous. <laughs> they, were, they definitely weren't too subtle. So they do like everything in this. They do like, they go to a, a lot of different places. I'm trying well, to no, that, they, but that was in the back room. That was in the back room in there, yeah. No, but there's like so many different places they go to. Now I feel like I didn't write it down. Or I, How about when they go to the, uh, the coffee truck with their buddy? They go to visit their buddy. And he's running like a latte oh. <laughs> truck. I think I feel like it's later. Is that later in the movie? Well, well, you know what? They didn't talk to those guys yet about the building until after the yoga scene. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what so. Like we we kind of jumped around a little bit because yeah. the next scene after the yoga scene was the the two million. It was two million. Uh, oh okay. So and th- and then th- I think that's where it kind of changes because that's when they start going. That's when they go back to the restaurant and we learn that they also give out credit. They fix yeah. your credit. You know what? Yeah, we totally skipped around, but that's what's fun about this. Yeah. So, so then we find out, like, just in between those scenes, they show Black Sun getting arrested. And we kind of know because they're talking about, like, uh, doing things on the computer. And I love the one stoner white kid. Oh. He's like, yeah, man, what do you mean, man? And he's like, I can do a 50. And it's just like, do you have change? And she's like, you're supposed to give me change. He's like, come on, man. And then they get busted, and then we find out they're, like, changing grades for students. You just froze. <laughs> no, you're, you're back now, but you froze yeah. while you're talking to us now. Oh, that's fine. But no, okay. so, uh, so yeah, so, like, they, they were changing students' grades. So that was, like, the big scam, which, again, happens in a lot of movies. But it was pretty, it was pretty just, again, I didn't think he was going to come back into the movie. So they were like, oh, this is going to be, like, something. So you're right. Then we get to the part with the guys. But even, but even, 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 so even that scene, honestly, I had no idea what was going on. Cause they, they, yeah, me too. You, you felt like this could, this should have been like a focal point of something. Yes. It happens later on, but you don't realize during the time, like, am I supposed to know these people? Like, am I supposed to know where they're going with this? Like it didn't make any sense. It really didn't. And then they jump right into the 2 million of trying to buy the place. It's like, all right, I forgot about those kids already. Yeah. <laughs> like you said before, the credit repair at the <laughs> burger place was unbelievable. I love when he's trying to ex- explain it to, was it just the rain? Oh, the girl in the yellow dress that came? No, it was a different girl. Oh, no, the yellow dress at the end. So there was a different part. Yeah, there was, it started with, uh, Blue, it was more, it was, it was Master P explaining it. And then Blue shot in later on. Yeah, yeah. But I forgot who he's talking to. Just some random girl that came in. Because he was like, well, we do. My son's really smart. And he told me that, you know, all we do is take credit from dead people that I use. And she's like, yeah, that's not right. Again, that's not a real thing. You can't just take credit. I was going to say, like, how does that work? How does that, how does that work? 700 credit score. I'm going to take that now. <laughs> so you go to the, you go to like the wake and they're like, oh, do you know the family? No, I'm just here to take their credit score. <laughs> it made no sense. But it was kind of like, it was, it was funny. But well, I love the girl. Fixing the credit oh. because she was kind of funny too. Because when the girl in the yellow dress yeah. came in, that's what was kind of weird. Because like your girl in the yellow dress comes in, and Master P is like, "Damn, like I want to, I want to help." Yeah. Oh no, Blue wanted to help her out. That's what it was. 
Well, blue and then wasn't a mess to pee also or because the girl didn't want she goes, I'm getting paid for this. You're not taking my my commission. Oh, or something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. But and you also like and then when we find out he has a girlfriend. Yeah. And then then it's like, what the frig's going on? Because he was just trying to hit on this girl like two seconds ago, and then we find out later. But dude, the credit thing was like unbelievable. And then they were saying credit things that I never even heard of. She because she said to the girl in the yellow dress, like, Oh, you already did this four times for a year. I'm like, what the hell? What I don't even know if that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, that was kind of that was kind of confusing. I did laugh at the Spanish cook. Well, I, I was gonna say not I I think he was Mexican, and the only reason I say that is because every time he was talking, they played Mex- Mexican music in the background. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I like that bit in the subtitles. That was pretty funny. That that reminded me of a European vacation. Yeah. When, when, when he goes to the French restaurant and he's yeah. like, he goes, "I'll give you uh, dishwater. You won't know the difference." Yeah. <laughs> and then that whack job woman comes in. <laughs> well, you know, one line I I. I I think it's before the, the, that woman comes in. I mean, maybe it's the girl with the yellow. When I think it might have been blue, or someone said she's so fine, she make a guy find a job. Yes, and then another line. He said, "I'll shoot my daddy if you take <laughs> just one out." <laughs> you know what? Probably that, the greatest line ever. And that's where the one should have came out. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, like just around that time, that's when the crazy woman came up, ordered the food, and then came back two seconds later and said, is my food ready? And he's like, I told you 20, 25 minutes. And then, she, and then she's like another person. She was like yeah, yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. So then that guy comes in and he's like pissed off because his credit's not perfect. And then the B is were right because he gets shot. And remember who, 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 how he describes who shot him? <laughs> he goes um who should he, he goes some easy e looking motherfucker <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and that's what happened and who saved the day really the girl in the yellow dress yeah you walked past and that guy was like damn yeah. and then fat boy dove knocked him over and then the gun just shot him in the shoulder but so we find out again we talked about this all earlier but Health inspector shuts them down. So then this is like when they're in line for, I think they're in line for the cell phone. So, yes. So this is, this is the, this is where the movie starts. Like this is where the plot starts. And so you're, you're, you have to be halfway in the movie now where now we're getting, because the rest of the movie has to do with this, you know, like, so this is the, so yes, they, they go online because the new phone comes out and they, they know who, oh no, they know they go with Big Sean because Big Sean gets them in. Yes. Because there's a huge line, and they walk right in with Big Sean. That boy was like, hey, yo, what, yo, Big Sean, what's up? And he's like, and Spider is like with him, and he's acting all cocky to get in. But, dude, when that girl walks up to, dude, again, a smoking hot girl walks up, and Big Sean's flirting with these girls, and she's like, I want the new phone. And he's like, well, what will you do for me? I'm like, and then we can, we can skip a little forward to, to the next time they're together. So when the cops pull up, and Big Sean is in the car, and he looks like they just had sex. Yeah, yeah. And he's 10 years old. You know, every time you mention his name, I'm looking at his picture behind you. It's r- ridiculous. <laughs> it was so funny. It was really, that was a really funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you, so yeah, so this is, again, this is where the movie starts. This is about yeah. the, the stealing of the cell phone, but this is where they also walk into the, the music video, right? This is like, or they're at a club or... Well, the music video is earlier when okay. we met Pablo because Pablo was pissed that okay. uh, his nephew was using his car in the music video. But dude, this one Spider knows about the cell phones yep, that are yep. upstairs. And again, in this movie, his physical comedy is really funny because when he gets up the, he like slinks up the stairs and then he starts like dancing in that room. And again, what do you think the movie was going to be at this point? Stealing cell phones. What is this movie about? Not stealing cell phones. <laughs> And uh, listen, him dancing up there, the way he was acting, you can't see Chris Tucker doing it. Oh, exactly. I, I, I see that. I, I see that totally. You know, it's like, it's ama- it really is like, it's like a, a, amazing. You know, again, you know, if you're going to follow someone, I mean, that's the guy to do it. Um, and listen, he does a great job. I mean, like, I think if, if Chris Tucker, you know, wasn't in a, like, you know, like 
the same kind of character, I think you'd be like, Spider could be the new Chris Tucker. Like, yeah, have you never yeah. heard of Chris Tucker, you know? Um, well, I was laughing at the scene when they were stealing the, bo- like, the, the boxes. They looked empty. They were, like, throwing <laughs> the boxes around so lightly. Oh, dude, when the Lyft driver came, which, again, another funny white guy stereotype. That was, <laughs> that was a funny scene. The, the Mini Cooper or the small car they had. Or, yeah. But the one he throws the box and you know there's any, nothing in it. It's like floating. Yeah. Hits the hood of the car like nothing. But I love the fact that he goes, uh, Fat Boy looks at Spider and he goes, Man, you got a ride share? <laughs> He's like, Man, with peak hours. And the, and the one more girl's in the car and she's like waving. And there's stuff in the boxes in the car. Spider's hanging out of the car while he's driving. Now that scene was really funny. I like Well, well the, the guy reminded me of Andy Richter. You look like an Andy Richter. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and I love that he, uh, Spider said to him, he was like, man, you better focus. Oh, because he was like, well, I have to drop off Michelle first. And he's like, you're going to drop us off first. And you look so weird with your with the wheel, uh, the steering wheel cover. <laughs> it was like a fuzzy <laughs> steering wheel cover. So ridiculous, dude. That whole scene was so freaking No, that weird. was a funny scene. That was good. That was a good scene. So how about when Blue's in the hospital? Oh. All right, all right. So the, he makes a, he he gets excited for the first time at the hospital. Do you remember why? It was like donkey porn. It was a donkey. It was a it was a white woman, a donkey, and a cab. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know in what order like he watched that or what was involved, but that's what did it. <laughs> and that. that you had that nurse that yeah, wanted. Bor- she's done a bunch of stuff, but she's Borat's girlfriend, Borat. Oh really? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Towards the end of the movie, he was the prostitute that he she she was the prostitute that Borat uh, took to the the really sophisticated like southern party. Right, 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 right. But uh, yeah, and then I love that uh, she pisses him. Off. She's pissed off. Asked the nurse to get paralysis cream. And the other girl and the other nurse was hot. Oh, oh yeah, I know. They definitely had. Yeah, they definitely had fun picking the the, the girls. <laughs> <laughs> So how about, again, I know it's a repeat of the joke. Pinky, I know he's the same exact guy. But dude, the line. I love the scene. Oh, yeah? Good. When he's like, Jackpot, you ever see the sevens light up on the board at the casino? Ding dong, that's me. I love that. No, again, there were definitely funny parts. I mean, I'll I'll give you that. And even the next, I I did like the the next part also, the police lineup. Oh my god, dude! The when they're all there and you have and you have Big Sean and, and like the smallest person right there. Yeah, and the one guy. What did I write? Oh, oh, dude! How about in prison after the lineup? Oh. How about the one guy having sex with the basketball and the other guy's talking to himself? Who got arrested? The, no, Big Sean got arrested. Oh, okay. That's who we saw going yeah. into the prison cell. Okay, I think so. Right? No one else was in jail. No, oh, no, with the with the boy uh, with with the boy with Spider in him. No, 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 no. Oh, then then it's Big Sean. It must have been him, yeah. Because oh, this no, is- no, we saw the cop. We saw the cop go to. We followed the cop with Big Sean. Like right. the cop right. was there right. helping him point out the lineup. Right. Now, right. did we get past the scene again? A girl we never saw again in the movie. The crazy girl that was again another hot girl that was. Wanted to get pulled over by the the main, oh. the main cop, and she's like, "I have drugs. I need you to search me." I'm like, oh, and he's that like, was, "That was in the beginning of the movie, was it?" Like, I don't Dana, know. I, it, I keep it, forgetting when he got introduced because I feel like at one point in the movie, I'm like, "Wait, this is a new character." No, you know, because I wrote that down early. Like, Dana, Dana was really horny or something like that. I think it's Dana. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that she because she does come back, but I think that was earlier in the movie. That was like like one of the early scenes with Romeo. I thought. <laughs> And you know what? He, listen, he, he seemed like a stand-up guy because he, he wanted no part of it unless, like, unless they had history, which we don't know about because it could have been like some kind of history they had. It could have been a deleted scene. And by the way, there was nudity in this movie. Don't, don't you see Romeo's butt? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> so yeah, so this is the, the the this whole this part to me was if I'm gonna find like my favorite part is when Big Sean's in jail. They're questioning him. They're roughing him up. Oh, dude, when they're beating him up, dude. That's... <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's the best part because he's like, 
he goes to like his captain. He's like, I should be in there. I'm the best interrogator. Yeah. Like, So-and-so is the best. And like within seconds, that guy just started he's asking like simple questions and big Sean's responses were like, just like jargon and just shit talking. And the guy just loses it and starts punching him, dude. That was a really funny scene. Yeah, that was, I'd say that that's probably the funniest scene, I think. And then this is where Pablo, we find out that it's not just phones that were stolen. He's pissed off as, as nephew because the hundred thousand dollars in Molly, they want to figure out who stole it. And so again, this is like, I was talking about, this is the part of the movie. There's a lot of like quick random scenes. Like there was a guy that punched a guy in the face and stole his cookie. And then a guy wakes up and shoots a guy in the ass. Well, well, the guy that stole the cookie was Debo on a scooter. That's Debo. No, the Debo on a scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, because that guy was massive. Yeah, I know. So, but that, that's that's when when I saw that when him coming over there, I'm like, oh my goodness! But yeah, he comes on a scooter, like a like a, and he, t- he steals the cookie because Fat Boy wanted a bite of it later. <laughs> yes, yes. It's funny. So this knockoff Debo is on a scooter. Debo yep. was on a bike. Yeah. Did this scooter squeak? It did not squeak. See, that would have really pissed you off. That might yeah. have sent you over the edge. <laughs> not in John Witherspoon, uh, like having stomach issues. Well, they they also do a joke from uh, I think um, what's the movie um, with uh, Chris Tucker and, and Jackie Chan of uh, uh, Rush Hour. They do a Chew is you. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, from like Rush Hour three. They did a whole like again. It was funny, but you know, again, they're stealing it from someone else. Yeah. So so right after the cookie scene was the barbershop. Oh my gosh! I know I went black. Okay. I'll, I'll um, fix it later. All right. Yeah, the barbershop was, uh, again, what was the point of that? Yeah. Again, there's like a lot of parts that happen in this movie that are just so quick and like so thrown in that really just. It was like, it, you know, again, it was funny. Like it was, you know, filler because, you know, the one guy got stuck with the, the flamboyant guy, but then the hot girl was giving the, the other guy a haircut and like, you know, but it was like almost like filler. Yeah, how about when the guy was offering, he was offering the girl, the guy that had the hot girl, money. They were like trying to like, yeah, like yeah, that was. Actually- oh, he said, "I would love to take her to church." <laughs> <laughs> is this is just your the same laptop or like what's going on? Uh, the program timed out. Oh. But yeah, so yeah, that was like so random, like with the barbershop, like that whole scene. But again, they just probably had time to fill. And again, he wanted to have like all these different characters that he knew in the movie. But now, was there anybody in that scene that had to do with the... There was, no, I think... Oh, Spider showed up to sell the cell Oh, Spider. I was going to say, it was either Blue or Spider. One of them walked in there because then they saw the girl and they were trying to get her to give the haircut. I think it was... Was it Spider? No, was it Blue or Spider? No, well, Spider gave the cell phone to the the gay Spanish barber. Oh, and then he saw the girl there then. Maybe that's what it was. So even at this point, they think they just have cell phones. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they figure out the Molly just yet. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But when they do find out the uh, Molly... That's when they think about like, oh, how are we going to sell it? We're going to go on Instagram. <laughs> they use the word Instagram a lot in this movie. But uh, they wanted to be able to like go to parties and find people. Yep. How about, so they meet the two girls that he's friends with on Instagram at like the Spanish bar. <laughs> and they give the Molly. And I feel like the girls make out, right? Oh, yes, yeah. They do. Two girls they do. Kiss. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we're going to give you the Molly for free. And Spite is the businessman. Yeah. He actually wants them to pay like full price. But Fat Boy was like, no, you know, we'll give you a discount. And then she's like, can I tell my friend that we're going to meet? And dude, it was so random. Oh, again, I knew he was in this movie because we talked to him. But seeing Tiny Lister come out, why the hell did they not let him full bore smack? He looked, he was like. Yeah, I know. I know. It was, it was slow. <laughs> It well, he definitely looked older. You know, he looked old, and no, I know, but I, I think I don't know. I mean, he's still he, listen. He's still an intimidating guy. Oh, I, I know. Mean, he was massive. Um, yeah, you know, and I, I wish he had a bigger role. I think he was funny. I mean, uh, you know, like, uh, I instead of having a guy, I, I guess if he had a bigger role, it's more Friday. Uh, you know, yeah. talk, but 
Yeah, he, he he like tapped him. Like it wasn't like a hard, you know, hard slap at all. I know. It was like just so weird that he just did like yeah. this little thing. But then right now, they lost all the Molly. All but then the he Molly's gone. But doesn't, doesn't Spider get all tough after they leave? He does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he was crying also, weren't they? <laughs> he was like hugging. He was hugging. I almost called him Doughboy, but uh, it was Fat Boy, right? <laughs> no, but yeah. So like they're screwed. They lost all that money. And then I think pretty soon, uh, this is when like Pablo finds out and he goes to the, the burger joint to be able to like talk to them. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think that's like pretty much like, yeah, the next thing. So the only way they can actually make money now is use those cell phones and actually sell them. So this is like when they go into the, the barbershop. I love that the guy that comes in to sit, I wrote this down, to sit with like really hot chicks. His name is Jonathan. Jonathan? Like in the movie, his name is Jonathan? Yeah, because oh, yeah, her appointment's name is she's like, oh. Jonathan. And the guy sits down, he's like super happy. She's... <laughs> <laughs> so then Tangerine, she's back in the movie. And uh, she's Blue's ex. So she's trying to get money from Blue. And it's really funny when she's mentioning all the ways that he could pay her. And one of the references was kind of funny because it was a rush card. And that was Russell Simmons when he used to have like that debit card like for a year. What was it? Who was who was with what with him that was like listening to what she was saying, but like saying like how it doesn't make sense? Like she was naming all these kids and like things. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was it Master P that was with him? And he was oh, like, I think so. I think Master P. He's like adding it up, or he's like he's like trying to. He's like she's like she's throwing things in there. Like yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I just mentioned, and that's when Pablo and his gang bust in on. Uh, Black Spider and Fat Boy at the burger joint. And then he says, now we find out, we like, we heard him earlier say it was $100,000 worth. And then he's like, you better pay me one thirty by the end of the week. And then I wrote, wow, his gang rocks a lot of fedoras. <laughs> Everybody in the gang had a fedora. Yeah. So. yeah. That's why, I, you know, when we said that before, them, they weren't like like likable characters. They were just like they were lame. Like I didn't like he tried to act too drug lordish. Like you know, like the way he was walking around, and he just seemed like a just like like a local, you know, high school seller. You know, <laughs> you know who 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 would have sent this movie over the edge? Danny Trejo. Oh, see now that think about that. Imagine that. Imagine he was the one. Like he was Pablo. That would have been awesome. And that 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 adds a little, a little bit more flavor. Danny Trejo, and somehow him and Tiny Lister go out. Oh, forget it. You know what? Here's the thing in the movie that really grind my gears, like really seriously grind my gears, because they could have come out with something that was actually plausible. But the fact that his son comes up with the idea with the stoner guy and that Asian chick, the idea for using light bulbs as Wi-Fi. Think about that. Not, well, the fact that th- that happened so early in the movie and you forgot about it, and now I forgot the- about it. I forgot he was back in the movie. Yeah, right. You know, and then again, the con that concept is just like it's just the whole like that's how you're gonna end it. Like that's that's just that's solving a problem. Like that's solving the movie problem. Yeah, that's- and the fact that the chip when he showed yeah. it, like his dad the chip, it was like where do you put that in cell phone? Yeah, yeah. Like, cell yeah. phones now are so small, and it was like this huge chip. Like, what do you do to it? Yeah. And how does a freaking light do Wi-Fi? That just, that really, I didn't like that at all. Oh, that you didn't like? That's the only thing I didn't like. <laughs> so here, another great spider line. I think this is like, at a, they're at a bar after this. And he looks at the Spanish girl. He goes, I will knock you out all the way, Michael Jackson. And she had like a really tight hairline. And she was like busting out and dancing with a girl. But oh my God, dude. Yeah, he, he had some, he, he did. I mean, I know I'm like, I love that guy. I talked about him a lot. <laughs> He's really funny in this movie. So then, like, again, this movie ends pretty quick because after he comes up with the idea, like, we're at probably like an hour 20. Like, we're, like, way in the thick of it. And then, so, some girl's in interrogation that, that knows Black. And she, like, narks him out. And then we find out Miller, the cop, uh, he is Black's nephew because he goes over to the house. This, this, when this starts happening, it, it like I said, it happens so quick. It's like it, the movie takes a complete turn. Like I thought they're gonna build up to this, and it just happens. And then you have the action. You have to have the action scene. You know, it's 
But before that, the fact that he runs and he's like, because Pablo was like, nobody can come. If anybody comes, you know. So then uh, Miller sneaks back. He puts the GPS out of the car. And then later on in the movie, Master P's like, I knew you put it out of the car. I'm like, <laughs> I knew you'd come here. I'm like, oh, my like, come on, dude. But yeah. what was crazy about this movie was I really didn't expect anybody to die. Did you expect any action kind of scene at the end? Listen, I didn't expect a child to come out of a carriage with a shotgun. Okay. I didn't expect Jonathan Witherspoon to come out as a Chinese masseuse. So really, I wasn't even thinking if anyone's going to die or not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then Black meets Pablo and Miller with the GPS follows him. He gives him the money. And when the cops show up, and that's like when all the... Dude, the sound effects were so bad on the guns. Oh. The way the movement of the guns were so bad. I'm trying to compare what other movie that we did. Oh, Samurai Cop. Pretty Oof. bad sound effects. Hey, listen, if you're comparing this to Samurai Cop, I mean, that just that just I'm tells you the special effects part. Well, well, I wrote that my my last two notes are basically no, actually, it's what it's fighting the lamest fighting I've ever seen. It was terrible. It was horrible. It's horrible. They the could have whole- had like one little like Miller. Had a one-on-one with not oh. Pablo, a different guy. No, right. And it was just like I don't know. And then some. And the guy had diamond shoes. Listen, the hey. fighting in Cannibal Run one and two were ten times better than this. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. I know we didn't even talk about this because we kind of skipped over. You did mention we saw Miller's ass, but him and the his partner Diaz have this like chemistry throughout the whole movie. They kind of hate each other. Like they go to the one crime scene, and he doesn't want to be partners with her. And then she walks in on him naked. Why is she in the men's locker room? Well, not only that, let me ask you. So you, you, you walk into the women's locker room for whatever reason, like she walks in the guy's back and you see a woman like you're, that you're a cop like yourself and you see that she's naked. She sees you. Are you just going to stand there and keep looking? Like, <laughs> like at, at, at a certain point, I mean, yes, I mean, as much as you might, you might want to keep looking, wouldn't you just turn around? Like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like she was, and then he's just standing there they're having a normal conversation. Like nothing's wrong. Yeah. Like I said, completely normal. And then the, at the end of the movie is basically Miller fighting. Uh, whatever happened to Pablo? Did he just get arrested? I don't remember what happened to him in that whole fight scene. All I have written down is Miller fights a girl. Remember, he's like fighting that girl. He's like dodging her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he won't punch her. And then Diaz comes down and nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saves the day. Oh, no. Master P beats the crap out of uh, Pablo. He beats the shit out of him. And then they stop him because he's like pummeling him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, right. And then Miller and Diaz start making out with dead bodies, like people, like <laughs> ten feet away. There's a dead body, and they're just like, and it's a cop, and they're just like making yeah. out. Like, who cares? And the end of the movie is cool because they are talking about making other ones. And oh. that boy grabs the bag, tosses the spider, and they leave. That's it. That's how I got the hookup too. Are they really? Are they really making another one? Yeah. Oh, tiny. My buddy Tiny said they were already in the works. Uh, oh, I'm glad we got one out of the way. Well, we did. So what did you honestly, like, you go into a movie again. We cover a lot of different movies, different genres. But I think you're, you're I know you, <laughs> you're shaking your head. But there was some parts that you'll remember. You'll never forget this kid. Yeah, listen, you know, there's, in every movie, you could find some kind of bright light. You know, um, you could you could try to find some kind of bright light. Yes, this kid is funny, and maybe if there's more of him. It could have been a better movie. Um, I, you hey, know, he disappeared I, too. I, he did right, right. And I feel like the the be, the the parts that should have been more is what really ruined the movie because they didn't have enough of that. I think one, they have way too many characters and too many side storylines to put it all together. And and like I said, you know, if they if they were trying to make like a sketch spoof movie, fine. But they weren't. And I think that's the problem. It just, I, I, I didn't, honestly did not know what was going on until they stole the cell phones. That, <laughs> that the, the first time, and that has to be at least 45 minutes into the movie. <laughs> this movie's almost two hours long. I know, right? I know. So it's way too long. And, and it's scary to think that there's probably more scenes that are left on the, on the floor that this could have been a, cl- a two and a half hour movie. It could have been. Is there, there was like, 10 minutes of like deleted scenes. <laughs> so here's the only thing for me personally, I, it was fun. I, I had fun watching the movie. There were some funny lines that I'll remember. I, again, I think the same thing. It's like, 
in the same sense we you give have to credit and then kind of in the same sense like why'd you do it like master p wanted to help out a lot of people give the little bit parts which i guess that's cool that he did that but as a viewer i hope the next movie if they do another one like you said dude the kid with the shotgun have him back like out of prison and like have like all the main characters that we did enjoy like that we talked about and they had good parts just have them and like get rid of the other random like i'm telling you there was a cop there was one part i forgot where they were at like at a bar and two guys start talking back and forth they say a lot like two lines each and then they pan over and it had nothing to do with anything yeah and of course jackpot the other ring jackpot well did you, did you, you saw the first one right yeah what which one was better i don't remember the first one i saw 20 years ago but i remember the first one i loved it because tiny lister was he was a big part of the movie. I remember him having like. A, no, he plays plays the same role in this one he does in the other one. Yeah, he's like more of a main bad guy. Okay, okay. And the uh, and the first one is more Master P. It's more black and blue selling those illegal cell phones. All right, so it's more like a buddy kind of movie where this it's one is like, comedy and they're trying right. to avoid Tiny Lister. Yeah. All right, so I mean, and that's obviously he's trying to melt. You know, it's it's like anything else. It's probably like you know doing Bad Boys fifteen. How you know what's the when was the last Bad Boys made before this the last year. Was it like oh, fifty? Um, bad boys. They did a th- wait. The new one's three. The new one came out last this year or last three? year. Great. Yeah. Oh, so the bad boys two probably came out like late nineties, early. 70s. Right. Okay. So they probably figured, all right, you know what? It, everybody's excited to see them back on the screen together. So and that's bad boys. So Mr. P's like, all right, let's bring back the same cast. You know, twenty years later, but was really I got the hookup. Did did it really do well in the theater? Like I never heard of it. Right, you know, so like I, I think if you're gonna find, if you're gonna try to get people back to a movie that you, that you think was popular 20 years ago, make sure it was it was a well received movie. Yeah, well, you know, it's great. It's a good problem to have. I'm sure he had some backers, but he has enough money from his oh. like reporting career that he can just like it's basically. And again, I'm sure this was like a quick 14 day shoot trying to get it done at the cheapest possible rate. But well, has has Romeo been in a bunch of movies or no? Um, I feel like he was on a show on VH1. He might, I, so maybe it's a way to jumpstart his career, you know? He had a pretty good career when he was a little Romeo. Yeah, he had a yeah. Lot of no, and, I, and I think, I, like I said, I think, honestly, he might have been one of the better actors in the movie. So I think, you know, he has potential maybe, you know, to maybe springboard from here. Maybe he can take over for Ludacris in like Fast 12. Maybe. You never know. So that was, isn't that mind-blowing that this was our 98th episode? That's nuts. So this is where we're going to reveal what 100 is. And we went with a, probably one of the best franchise, like trilogies that are standalone trilogies of all time. The film that we're going to do, we'll see. We'll talk about it. But <laughs> so it's Back to the Future Part 3. That's our next movie. And I was lucky enough, man, it was so cool that Jamie was able to connect with Jeffrey Weissman. He had such a tall order in this movie, having to take over for George McFly, for Crispin Glover, because there's financial he tells a story and it's more crazy than i could have imagined and he was also in the twilight zone the movie hell rider he has some cool stories about working with clint eastwood and a lot more he did a lot of cool like back lot things on universal and that's how he got the role of george mcclough so don't forget to review rate share our podcast follow us on all social media at sequels only and don't forget to check out our website sequelsonly.com good night Good night.